<laughs> I've been waiting a long time for this. On talk, no shock. Recorded live from the Emerald City of Seattle, it's the Mike Cybert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, Transformers, independent artists, interviews, Transformers, and stuff, and things. Also sometimes Transformers. And now, here he is, Transformer Party Presidential Nominee, Mike Seibert. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the live stream of the Mike Seibert hey. Radio Podcast, uh, powered by Poddex. I am your host, and... Today, uh, as you can see, I've got uh, a couple buddies joining me here on the live stream um, on a on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, normally, I would save all this for a uh, the Monday night after hours live stream, but um, I got enough stuff to talk about Monday night, and the stuff I want to talk about here, I think, definitely warrants its own space and its own episode so out of nowhere like i think as i was trying to uh go to bed last night i was like yeah you know what maybe i should just do a live stream in the middle of the afternoon uh but anyway we uh we are discussing the transformer studio series 86 toy line from hasbro um inspired of course by the transformers the movie from 1986 and uh as you can already see on the screen i've invited a couple of compatriots to join me on this incredible rock and roll adventure uh first uh, i'd like to introduce the host of the retro cabal podcast uh dave cabal uh thanks for uh thanks for joining us hey mike hey aaron thanks for having me and uh it's great to be with you guys i'm in good company well uh, glad uh glad you can make it on short notice because like i said i just i made this up as, as I went. Um, and, uh, and rounding out the panel is, uh, Aaron from the Autopod Decepticast. Uh, thank you for joining us on even shorter notice. It was like, Hey buddy, I'm, I'm going live in like an hour. You, uh, uh, you, you want to jump on and talk about some transformers? Yeah. Thanks for having me. And, uh, definitely happy to be sharing the platform with retro cabal for the first time as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, this, I'm pretty Who sure this great, by the way, this guy is handsome <laughs> hey. as all get out. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> I, I learned from, I learned from the best guys. I learned from you guys. So hey. <laughs> I learned from watching you. <laughs> oh, <no>. uh, <laughs> oh man. So, um, we're talking about the, the transformers, the movie, uh, studio series figures. And I just thought that, you know, between like all of the rumors and the leaks and I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't know if there's been a line or a subline of figures that that's been so eagerly anticipated, but so long in in it coming to fruition. I mean, I remember I was, uh, I was watching some of those uh, YouTube videos of some of the, uh, the leaks and it's like, th there was a part of me that thought, wait a sec, this I'm getting hyped for a toy from a toy line that I don't even know 100% is actually going to exist because we saw nothing from Hasbro mm -hmm. up until uh, last mm -hmm. Thursday. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we just assumed it was going to be called Studio Series 86. And we've kind of been operating under this assumption for the last several months but yeah um thursday we saw official releases 
I'm sorry, uh, official announcements. And then the um, official announcement panel came Friday during the Fan First Friday event. Um, so, yeah, so we're finally here. You know, uh, um, the Transformers Studio Series 86 figures are coming next year, uh, celebrating the 35th anniversary of the Transformers, the movie. Uh, wave one, or what, what they called wave one uh and i'm sure we'll unpack that uh later as we go through the show but they they announced a first wave of six figures three deluxe figures two voyagers and one um leader class um i i figured during this show i'll i'll bring up some screenshots and we'll kind of because th there's there's some nits to pick but there's also some really cool stuff here to uh celebrate i've been talking about this line for a for at least the last couple months anytime i get like a a, a scrap of anything i've uh, i i've been kind of like running to press with it so so this is a line i've been really really looking forward to and is really kind of like you know kind of uh kickstarting a lot of this uh contemporary uh collecting that i've been doing of late but but as usual i'm i'm getting ahead of myself before uh before we go through each of the individual figures because i do want to touch on each one um i was wondering if if each of you guys could kind of touch on what your thoughts about uh, Studio Series 86 uh, prior to the announcement, meaning like, you know, there, there was almost like kind of like a cloud of controversy, like, you know, uh, apparently the, the Studio Series has been predominantly, well, not, not predominantly, specifically for the Michael Bay uh, Bayverse uh, characters and toys. So there's, there's a couple things going on in the Transformers fandom, at least from like a toy collector standpoint, you know, there's, there's G1 fatigue and there's like some of that, uh, age range drift a bit, you know, it, it's getting a little partisan between like some of the younger fans and some of the older fans. And so I, I think this, uh, the, the reaction going into Studio Series 86 was a little mixed and not uncontentious. Um, so what I what I thought we would do to kind of talk about it is like what what we thought about what we thought this was going to be when it was first announced, maybe what some of our expectations were, and kind of uh, kind of lead us up to where we are now. Let's uh, let's let's start with uh, with my dude Aaron, who uh, like me is in that age range and hosts uh, <laughs> a podcast about the Transformers. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Hot takes. To try and take it back to where, uh, when we first heard about it, you know, I remember being excited about it because uh, I'm not a Bay movie toy collector at all, but not for nothing. Those toys do look pretty cool and they look like they're obviously more detailed, more articulated and are a nice bridge between the main line and masterpiece uh so i was pretty excited about it and thought it was a really cool move on on their part mike you stole my thunder on a joke that i was gonna make that finally oh. hasbro is doing something for the for the g1 lovers in all of us <laughs> <laughs> finally they're catering to 40 year old men but but uh but no, the I so I was super super excited about that. And when the leaks 
started to come out. I know originally early on we had that Cyclonus, which isn't technically part of that line and is part of the Kingdom line. And But it looked really, I mean, it looked exactly like what I would expect of that sort of middle ground between Masterpiece and Mainline yeah. and got pretty excited. I think we saw that Scourge next maybe, and uh, that looked great as well. And I have to say, personally, I started to lose my enthusiasm a little bit when I started seeing the hot rods and the cups of the world come out, because particularly the cup, because yeah. uh, the, the face mold is a little wonky, and it, it, it looked like there was just a little bit too much of sort of the mainline simplicity and toyish quality of it like kid toyish quality but that said i still think it's a cool line i'm gonna be in for as much of it as i can get my hands on i missed all the proper pre-orders but i am excited for it i think it, it looks good it's a great idea and part of me wonders i'll open it kick it back to you guys if something like this would have come along a lot sooner do you think that uh, the third party scene would have bubbled up in the same way that it did. Because I feel like the main reason the third party scene exists is because there was this gap in these characters and in this aesthetic that yeah. a lot of people wanted. There's this huge market for that Hasbro just wasn't, you know, touching on precisely. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I was... Um... I was like really excited because I, I, I'm a 90s kid. I completely missed the 80s and I didn't have a chance to actually get these figures, the G1 figures. And the, the easiest way for me to catch up was through like the classics, you know. And when that hot rod came out, I was like, all right, you know, collecting all the trying to collect all the 86 casts through that through that line. But then I realized like, oh, man, they're they're doing stuff from IDW. So this is not. This is not like the 86 movie Springer, or 86 movie Blur. You know, remember that box set? They had that platinum box set, but it was like, it was IDW. So I was like, I, I still, yeah. I'm still not comfortable with this. And then they came out with Titan's Return. And so I was like, oh, these are great too, but they're not like Blur was never a headmaster. So I was, I was very just like, okay, I'm like, and I had those figures, but I, I, I actually sold them because I just didn't feel like I was just waiting for a proper G1 blur cup hot rod they're not headmasters but they are just regular deluxe autobots and that's like this whole line has just been like pretty much like an answered prayer to, to this uh <laughs> this desperate fan that i you know i was done with the like I'm, I'm thankful for titan's return power of the primes for for what it was but i'm glad that they're we're finally getting like the, the actual figures yeah yeah, and uh, uh, I, I echo both of your points in that for me, as somebody that hasn't really been a hardcore mainline collector, in fact, arguably not even really a Transformers collector, like, you know, it's it's well documented that my kind of main collection has been uh, alternators for the, for the last couple of years, uh, going back and picking those up. But as I've become more involved with the fandom and with other fans and seeing uh, what these contemporary toys can do and what they're all about. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I, I've seen mainline in the stores. You know, it's like, you know, uh, all the all the Prime Wars trilogy stuff, you know, uh, uh, Combiner Wars, Titans Return, um, uh, whatever the third one was. And it, it's just like, well, it, it's fine, but 
I, I never really saw anything to make me get super excited to yeah. like, hey, man, I'm just going to start buying these toys again. But I've always had that nostalgia for obviously the movie, uh, the movie characters and really kind of like the whole aesthetic involving the movie. I, I'm, I would say that I'm more of a Transformers the movie fan than I am a Transformers fan. If that kind of makes sense. I mean, if I had to distill it down and I was just going through like, you know, like some of the posters that I've recently framed and, and various things, I it's it's very much focused on the movie and yeah. everything surrounding that. So the thing that I, I have always said is like, wouldn't it be cool if they did a line of figures that was specifically Transformers the movie now uh, Dave you had mentioned a, a couple uh, box sets there and, uh, and I'll throw up some pictures of that shortly because I, yeah. I want to uh, talk about that I uh, I actually saw that platinum series uh, box set at, at a TF con I picked it up and I flipped it on like does that Ultra Magnus have a Minimus Animus in it? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't need this. The, these these aren't movie characters. I mean, but right. I almost I almost bought it because it's a big box set and it's got yeah. the poster on there. I was like, ah. But I so I, I always kind of held out hope to where like you know what if I got the toys that I kind of dreamed about back in 1986 because really the movie characters were mainline. I mean, there, there, there was no, um, th there wasn't really like a specific call out to say, you know, transformers, the movie, whereas like, you know, star Wars had like, you know, the empire strikes back or the return of the Jedi or whatever. So I always wanted that specific call out and I never thought I would get it because yeah. it's like transformers the movie i mean okay boomer you know let's let's get you to bed grandpa um and, and it wasn't until i got more involved with the fandom that i realized that um apparently more people than me like the movie and and that and that whole notion just seems insane as we're talking in october of 2020 but um uh but that's where i was so anyway you know, there, I, I remember hearing these rumbling rumors that that um, there would be some kind of incorporation of the movie characters into a studio series. And prior to that, already heard that some of the movie characters were going to make their way into the War for Cybertron series. Like, you know, I, I'm still blown away that we live in a time where we have an official Quintesson judge figure. Yeah, yeah. And as if that isn't crazy enough, I mean, because, I mean, we've had tons of Sharktacons for years, but, like, I mean, we got ourselves an Alicon. Yeah. And it looks like he stepped right out of the movie. So I think, for me, that was kind of, like, the beginning mm -hmm. of what – what this could be. And I remember talking to um, Ant from TFU.info, uh, Transformers University, shortly after New York Comic Con. And he had seen some of these more movie inspired figures. It was just something where it's like, can you believe that we're getting these characters in mainline? And so, yeah, I mean, I just kind of held out this pipe dream and you know, once the rumor started, I, I started letting my imagination kind of get a hold of me a bit. And 
I think the stuff that we've seen now that's officially announced pretty much fits into what I had got around to imagining. They say the Transformers, the movie on them, you know, they're, they're individually numbered. Well, I mean, they're, they're all numbered 86, which that cracks me up too, because I, uh, I might be getting ahead of myself in being, uh, kind of like the, the the partisan divide between fans because one of the things that that the studio series collectors were like is like well you know again keep keep your rotten g1 out of uh out of my bayverse line but i really like what they did in that like they uh numbered them all 86 and then give them sub numbers to where those collectors can just skip them if, if they don't want them and likewise Somebody like me specifically who has politely zero interest in anything <laughs> having to do with studio series. I, uh, um, I, I don't have to be stressed about having like weird mismatch numbers that don't fit. Like, like for example, I I've got a couple uh, Star Wars Black Series figures, and those are all numbered. So, and and they're all just weird orphan numbers that will never match up to anything. You know, the yeah. couple, the couple GI Joe figures I have are you know are labeled. So, you know, so I I've got some you know orphans, but now with the Studio Series, I can I can grab all of them, and and they'll look they'll look really cool um, on a on a on a shelf all together. I was um, gonna say, Mike, it, it it is nice to be able to start with a collection and and yeah. be able to get get in from the beginning and know that it's also not going to be overwhelming. Like if you're a mainline collector and you have to have all the main lines and exclusives and whatever and whatever and whatever. That can be overwhelming. I could to even keep yeah. track of this is a little bit overwhelming, but not it's you know, it's not as bad as the main line. And you're gonna have a certain set of figures. There probably will be an end to it. And yeah. you, you can uh just get it from the beginning and have a nice tidy collection. And it's cool. Oh sorry. I, I think it's cool. I just wanted to add really quick. I think it's cool too that the package also comes with like dioramas. Like you don't get that from like the other mainline stuff. So I think that's really right. cool. And I wanted to add that, like uh, Aaron mentioned, Cyclonus coming in the Kingdom line. Mike, I I kind of agree with you that, like, man, I Cyclonus and Galvatron they need to get out of that Kingdom line and come into the '86 Studios series line so we can get dioramas for those characters too. So it and RC as well as RC and I don't know whoever else. Like, <laughs> we need to get yeah. those nice dioramas. Well, and it's interesting, and and this this was some this is something that's still actually really weighing on my mind. In that, we uh, so they've they've announced these studio series figures. We know what the character mix is, and we know that there are gaps because now that the other characters are part of the main line. So even going back to Siege, you have a, a mostly movie looking springer in there you know you, yeah. you take you take off all that all that dumb battle damage that nobody likes um please I, and and suddenly that's i i was yeah. just looking at him i i was in a ross dress for less the other day and he was sitting on the shelf i picked him up and yeah that that springer looks pretty close to being yeah. a movie springer uh likewise you have uh rc in Earthrise, and then you have the uh the quintessons that i mentioned you know you have the uh, uh the quintesson judge and the alley Con, and 
I don't think there's a Sharktacon in the in the current mainline, but the Sharktacon was he was in a Titans Return. Um, that gnaw yeah, was there. I really quickly I want to add about Springer. That's sure. Like he's great for what he is. Yeah, I would say though that color is a little too highlight green for me. Okay. And I hope I hope they do a repack with him and RC together. And I was joking on Twitter, <laughs> they should make the diorama for Springer RC with the dead wind charger and wheelchair. Oh, non-transforming like the wheelie. <laughs> like, come on, come on, RC. We gotta, you know, Megatron's got, is making his push, and we gotta push back, you know. And she's like, you know, taking her. Uh, doing her thing and paying respects yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah, she's very sad. But yeah, they need to recolor them, color him because I know the '86 movie Springer. Uh, I'm a Springer guy, so like he needs to be a sure. little bit more more darker, kind of to get into that uh, movie color. But anyways, just wanted to add that. Yeah, that yeah, Springer. No. Did that Springer have some of the crusty battle damage as well? It, it's yeah. right with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we already mentioned it, but you've got Cyclonus that's in Kingdom. And we know we're getting at least one Galvatron, probably two Galvatrons, because I think one of them is going to be like a Generation Selects in uh, in more uh, toy colors. Oh, wow. uh, so, so it's going to be very gray. Um, but yeah, it's so for me, I, I find myself in this really weird precipice as a collector because with the studio series there, it, it's very self-contained. You know, I could just get the six figures from wave one and, you know, and, and be totally happy with that. But then I also know that there's a Cyclonus mm-hmm. that that should go with Scourge and, yes. you know, and, and the other other characters as well. So I uh, so I, th- this is breaking news right here on the live stream. I actually uh, pre-ordered Cyclonus when he was available and. Now that I've ordered like a half dozen more figures and a couple Boba Fett's also, I uh, I did some soul searching and I think I've made a decision. I uh, I canceled my Cyclonus because oh wow because Boba Fett. Oh well, yeah, I mean it's Boba, <laughs> Boba Fett. Fett. <laughs> Come on, yeah, where? <laughs> it's a guy with the stick. But but I I landed on this and and it's it, it's it's a thread that I was afraid to pull on because it, it always. It didn't sit right with me that that Cyclonus was in Kingdom. He's a great looking figure, yeah. and it's as good of a Cyclonus figure as you're gonna get. I mean, he he's not a Titans Return headmaster, and um, there there's almost no kibble on it, unlike Scourge. Uh, but it, it's it it is a sharp looking Cyclonus, and um, he represents the movie aesthetic he represents the season three aesthetic he doesn't look like idw cyclonus which i love that version of the character but i'm glad that uh, again there's a um there's a cyclonus for the old people also which i i kind of appreciate but i i started thinking about it this way it's like well if i get cyclonus then i've got to get galvatron and then i i don't have the uh, well, while I do have the uh, Quintesson Pit of Judgment set, um, it's it it still kind of irks me that it says War for Cybertron on it. Now yeah, I love it that, says Transformers the movie on it as well. Exactly. Yeah, on the back. So, 
Yeah. And and really, in a sense, for me, I one could almost argue that that's kind of the start of all this nonsense also, because yeah. now I've got something that says Transformers the movie, which, as I said, is something that I've always wanted and have never had. But then it's like, so do I go back and get the Alicon? Because the one that's in the Pit of Judgment set is it's the it's the bailiff. Yeah. You know, he's got a totally different head sculpt, different accessories, different deco. And then I, I came to realize it's like, I can't be doing all of that. And really what it, what it came to is, you know, do I get that Earthrise RC? Do I get that Siege Springer? Suddenly my movie set is becoming a mix of movie studio series and mainline stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, and, and really it's it's the OCD yeah. of having mismatched boxes, whereas with Studio Series, they all match and they, and they're all yeah. sharp. So yeah, I, I would I totally agree, Mike. And and it's I I, I will say that I am going to be I'm doing that right now currently. But I, I mean, as like I said, as soon as a, a 86 movie Studio Series Springer comes up, I am getting rid of that Siege Springer. Maybe yeah. possibly just transforming him into like vehicle mode. But yeah, man, I, I'm right there with you, Mike, because I mean, just look at how beautifully they portrayed the 86 Studio Series stuff. And yeah. like, can can we also get that for the Alicon? Can we also get that for uh, Springer and RC and, and Cyclonus and Galvatron? Like, and, and you know, uh, it's, 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 it's not fair. And it's, it's just <laughs> like, you know, what are you guys, what are you guys doing, you know? I'm I'm right there with you, Mike. And they 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 hope I hope they address that, and I hope that they they, they that they repack those figures with uh, some more dioramas because yeah, that's what we're expecting now with what they showed. So you know, and, and it's yeah, we need we need them to be consistent with their releases and their figure placements and stuff like that. Yeah, and while I got you, since we talked about it uh, so much here, I do want to bring up uh, that uh, uh, that box set that you mentioned earlier, Dave. You've got a, a Springer, an RC, an Ultra Magnus, Cup, and Blur, which I think is a really good mix of characters. But again, aside from that RC, none of these fit the movie aesthetic. Right. So, So now that we have a proper Blur and Cup, Yes. I think you can take Siege Ultra Magnus and and just do yeah. repaints of them. Because I, I think oh, yeah. I think structurally the um the the figures are okay, but but again, I yeah. mean there's literally uh, again a, a, <laughs> a minimus ambus yeah. right there. Um so I mean clearly that, that doesn't belong in a in a movie series. But what I was gonna say before uh before we moved off of this is you could do repaints, but I think this would be a good way to uh, do maybe like a like a cell shaded deco, yeah, like like very similar to like the 35th anniversary ones. They did that Prime and Megatron for the uh, Walmart exclusives, and I think if you throw those five figures in there in a cell shaded deco, yeah, I I'd buy that, yeah, and, and that and that's somebody that has a cup and blur already yeah. in on on pre order. Oh yeah. Mike, I'll, I'll, I'd like to add too. I think there's even a rumor that um, Kingdom is going to be getting uh, like an Earth mode um, Ultra Magnus because I I'll say that um, like I, I I had the Siege Ultra Magnus, but he still didn't scratch that itch for like yeah. uh, 
like a movie specific because I, if I'm not mistaken, that's that Siege Ultra Magnus was more of a, like a like you know the futuristic car, but like with Ultra Magnus on Earth, yeah. it was more of like that that Earth mode. So man, here's there's another problem. We're gonna be getting you know that you know uh, I can't deal with it right now. You know we're gonna be getting that guy in Kingdom as well too. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point, Mike. That definitely repack this and have, if anything, if anything, they could repack it with like the 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 siege or like the kingdom Ultra Magnus rumored, and like you said, recolor it, get that siege Springer in there, and then if if they can't, since Crip Cup and Blur are already perfect, maybe throw in a Perceptor or something, or or even um. I don't know, like a wreck, a wreck gar, or I don't know. Sure. Yeah, to, so that you can, it can complete the whole thing, and and maybe maybe if you want, uh, switch out that minimus ambus and throw in a, a, a exos exosuit Daniel or something, you know? Yeah, I I mean that yeah. the the scale's almost there. Yeah, you could almost retool yeah. that uh, that that minimus into into a Daniel. Um, so, uh, Aaron, you've been a little quiet. What uh, what do you think about this uh, <laughs> th- th- this nonsense that that we're uh, that we're speculating and rumoring here yeah if, if i uh picked up on everything right i overheard maybe there's going to be a kingdom ultra magnus is that what you said yeah. david yeah yeah uh, so i i guess my, my question is and if, i'm sorry if you guys already covered it to what extent do you think the plan is really to reuse some of those molds for this line because up till now right we've it's all new molds right so do we think right. they're at some point going to get sly about it, use the same molds, do a little color change and, uh, you know, do the Springer thing that we were talking about or to take that Ultra Magnus Earth mode and and or even that Cyclonus for that matter and, and do exactly that. Is that the speculation? Yeah, if they're listening, especially if they're listening to, to this to this podcast right now. They're, you know, especially if they're if they're gonna want to hook Mike back in, they definitely need to do that. Because it's just, dude, it's 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 not gonna be complete, you know. It's not gonna be complete if if they just, oh, here here's a select figures and and then yeah. uh, collect it with the other kingdom. We want you, Mike. We want you to buy Kingdom so we can get you into Beast Wars. You know, we want you, to, Mike. We want you to buy Siege so we can get you into other. No, man, like they. Yeah. They, it's more like Mike. We want you to buy the Kingdom <laughs> thing and then get pissed when you see we re-release it again and then buy it again. Buy the ah, same there it is. Oh, Hasbro, Mike. How would you feel though ah. if you did? You don't. You're not going to buy that Cyclonus. Nope. And they answer. never release it in the uh, in the '86 Studio Series. And they just never do what we're talking about. And oh. we do we do we never see a Cyclonus? I mean, it's just it's just not probable they're going to create a whole new mold for no. that studio series, yeah. right? No, and, and and same thing with so you're banking on the re-release, repackage, re-release. I, I I'm not banking on it. I'm I guess I'm just kind of like trying to draw a line because yeah. because like I said, because like if I buy Cyclonus, currently I don't have anything else that's from mainline like i like i have yeah. a siege sound wave but that's not for like movie collection that's just because i like the cassette man um even though he's a spaceship in that one but Mike, anyway. if worse comes to worse if if anything you might have to get it get him on like third uh, other markets like ebay without the package and if it's <laughs> if it's just a loose yeah. lotus without the <laughs> see that it, the package you know, you know? 
That's funny. Oh, like man. if I see if I see like a loose kingdom cyclonus like on a dealer table or something, yeah, and and don't have to worry about having a mismatch box, sure. But then again, but that that still brings up the same legislation. Yeah, I would still want to hunt down like an Alicon or yeah. this Galvatron or like an Earthrise RC or something like that. And in a sense, it's I. I, I don't know what to blame. I don't know yeah. if I want to blame the character mix for a uh, war for Cybertron to where they're just like, Ooh, this is a cool place to dump some of these movie characters that we've never done. Because like in a world where studio series 86 doesn't exist, it's super rad that we're getting Quintessons in mainline. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that that's pretty yeah. dope. Um, and, and that, that pit of judgment set, looks really sharp and again that was that was kind of like a, a special release i mean it was going to be a comic-con exclusive and it became like a hascon yeah. exclusive so so it, it does kind of like stand on its own but it's still going to be kind of weird having it there with uh with all because i've already got a spot set where i'm gonna have like all all my boxes and dioramas and all that other stuff but yeah so it's like i got no space for a kingdom yeah. box mike worst comes to worst listen listen this is this, these are your toys man hasbro they you know <laughs> if you I, by the way i highly recommend even i know alicon is with um earthrise i highly recommend that i'm still waiting yeah. for mine to come in but honestly mike worst comes to worst just throw away the package let's let's just pretend that it's it's all earth it's all studio series so yeah man i i'm with you there man but we're operating under the assumption he's going to pull them out of the package is yeah. that the case or you i know you like the package's diorama gimmick yes yeah. so like i said earlier the thing that i wanted more than anything was a box uh, a package of some kind that said the transformers the movie on it so i'm getting yeah. that then, and I've had other folks ask me this as well, you know, for the longest time, I've, because of the stuff I've collected, like a lot of like Star Wars figures on blister cards and things like that, I've, I've spent the better portion of the last 20 years not opening toys, like just having them like displayed and carded and things like that. So as I've been uh, getting back into collecting or getting into contemporary collecting i i guess um i've been opening stuff so it's like you know the let them breathe those those black series boba fets i've been getting the the classified uh snake eyes you know it's like i but i like that the boxes are sturdy enough and handsome enough to where oh, yeah. so when i'm not fiddling around with them i could put it in the box and set it on the shelf yeah. and and the only thing that i notice is just like that tiny slit where where the where the the scotch tape was yeah now Mike, really quick i just want to mention uh, and aaron i don't know if you to um the the gi joe classified boxes the way they've been doing that i mean it, it'll be a crime for you to throw away those boxes because it it has like that beautiful art by the yeah. artist and like now all of, a lot of the stuff that Hasbro's coming out with, I used to throw away the boxes, but now I'm keeping them up, and it's just beautiful to see them lined up, and and it's got yeah. the numbers, the numbers on top, and it really creates this like beautiful gallery. So, uh, man, I, hey Aaron, I, I think you should should jump in on that GI Joe <laughs> classified line with us. 
And now I already missed out on the, the awesome snake eyes. So I, if I can't get that for a reasonable price, I can, I'm not going to start. I'm just not going to. But they do look gorgeous. You're, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. So do all of them have that ultra classy packaging? I mean, you had the, kind of the special edition snake eyes that did. But are they doing those little special editions with multiple characters? Uh, the, the, the only thing that they have, like every the regular series, they have like this nice, like kind of beautiful print of all the characters on the back. And then on the side, mm-hmm. it's all just like individual characters, like done by different artists, uh, which is uh, completely new uh, from what I've uh, understood. And then there's numbers on the top. And I'll, I'll take a pic of, of, how, of how I got mine displayed. But it's just like a really, like I said, and you could pose the figures in front of it's like a beautiful mural like a mini museum of the GI Joe art, uh, the package yeah. there. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Dope. Yeah. They look beautiful. I am jealous. I kind of wanted that snake eyes just for that artwork, but I didn't want to get into a whole new yeah. thing, you yeah. know, but, uh, it's a hard one. I, I don't, uh, uh, yeah. Cause I mean, like I, I'm in a spot, uh, similar to that where it's like, I really wanted that figure, but I, I can't get into that whole line. Um, you know, like Aaron, you were, you were sharing with me offline that, you know, you were interested in the, uh, target exclusive, uh, transformers. You, you wanted to get that runabout and that thrust and, and you text yeah. me, I'm like, yeah, no, those are super gone. Those, those, those disappeared yeah. like instantly. And, and I mistake right there. I, so, I heard. I heard though that the uh, as far as transformers go, they're pretty good with getting restocks because I know Siege uh, or Earthrise, Thundercracker, and Skywarp they were pretty hard yeah. to come by, but they were able. Like that's that's one thing about transformers that I really love is that they're they're readily available. Like once they sell, sell out, I think there's a second wave that comes out. But that's something that right now GI Joe is struggling with. Like once, yeah. like once those are gone, it's it's tooth and nail. Like on eBay, man, they're it's horrible, but but Aaron, you might, you know, Aaron and Mike, you guys might have some luck with the with those target exclusives. So I'm gonna yeah. keep an eye out for it. I'm wondering. I mean, with those exclusives, do they show up on shelf? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. okay. yeah. Well, so like Dave was saying, like I forgot about this for a minute. You know, like the the Thundercracker and Skywarp, um, mm-hmm. and in fact, in like some markets, those actually like went on clearance. Like you can oh, get wow. like, like half price in some spots. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, so it, it's not like the Cobra Island series for GI Joe that were those target exclusives that that disappeared and are impossible to find. So, but I don't know. I just I, anytime I hear target exclusive, I just cringe. Yeah. Um, and really, I I think, and, and this is way off topic, but at a, at a time where Hasbro Pulse is a thing. I don't know if I understand the point of retailer exclusives um, because they're their own retailer. Um, you know, they, you had the, the PulseCon exclusive stuff and they do have Pulse exclusives. So I just, I, I don't get it. It just, it just, uh, it, it just feels like it's, it's another way for John Hasbro to uh, make us crazy. <laughs> Mike or Dave, um, break down for me the target controversy. Why would I get slapped if I talk to a G.I. Joe collector about target? Oh, man, it's like from what I understand, I think I guess that that's G.I. Because like like they mentioned, G.I. Joe hasn't been on shelves for 
a long time and it's really hard to get G.I. Joe back. So I think them partnering up with Target is like their like um, way of of trying to like just get back on the shelves again. And like they have to they have unfortunately for them, because I did try to talk to some of the, the people there as like, hey, what are you guys like is so what's going on? Is it are you guys going to try to do your best to to help us out with these or is this, is it just like um like too bad you know you're going to have to find it out, out and 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 the Hasbro guy said like yeah it's unfortunate like they wish they would they wish they had a part in that but it's it's really out of their hands and uh I think I think they did a a good job with what with this new release mic with Zartan and then the Cobra yeah. Trooper coming yeah. out so i think i think a lot of gi joe fans said that that was a, a step in the right direction and that they were making that cobra trooper a, a, available for the for like the other stores like big bad toy store amazon and stuff like that so it, i i felt like that was like kind of like their way of saying like hey guys you know we're trying our best it, it we really it's really out of our hands and i don't know how i could equate that to but yeah it's it's a sore it's a sore subject man like i yeah. i personally even as a gi joe fan i personally got kind of burnt out from just like because i went to all my targets i got nothing and i even saw roadblock early and and they took it from me because like oh it's not it's on street date yeah and the street date sure i was i and 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 it's not easy and it's also not easy like i'm happy for everyone getting it but it's not easy me it's not easy for me to see everyone online so i kind of just had to like okay let me step away from gi joe community and it's just like I, I like I'm happy that they got it, but I'm I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm jealous. That right. I was jealous to see other people get it and like it 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 it, it really <laughs> with with Aaron saying that it was like, yeah, it it really is a sore subject to bring up to 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 um to G.I. Joe fans. But you know, we we try our best and, and yeah when when stuff like that happens when G.I. Joe stuff like that happens, it's like, oh, hey, there's Transformers. Let me distract myself with Transformers. You, G.I. Joe, I'm, uh, I'm going to break up with you for a little bit there. Like, <laughs> We're on hey, a break. You know, you know what I mean, Mike? Like, it's, it, it, was, it was tough, man. Like, I, I got – it affected me definitely for sure. I, I think part of it also was it, it was the character choice. I mean, yeah, um, especially one uh, Baroness. One yeah. putting putting her with a vehicle, testing those waters. But I think I think the biggest sin was uh, the Cobra Trooper, like like you had said. Oh yeah. And so you have a troop builder that yeah is designed to be bought in large quantities, and you make it an impossible to get exclusive. And and, and the thing that bugs me too is when uh, I, this is kind of a little pet peeve of mine, but like. Like when I see like G.I. Joe fans posting, like I'm look, I'm happy for them that they got, but when they post like a bunch of Cobra Troopers, it's pretty much they're pretty much rubbing it in your face, you know? Yeah. It's just like, but like, like I'm happy for them. I'm I'm glad, but it, for me, it's just like okay, like this is great. I don't want to see this. I I'm yeah, it was it was a tough thing, but I'm 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 glad that they made a, a step in the right direction and that they're making that Cobra Trooper available in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, like not target exclusive. So hopefully they do that as well with the new Viper that's coming out. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I hope that they come up, come up with a standard Baroness because there's a Baroness on the back of those covers that ha- she has like more of a purple kind of hair on the back, like yeah. a little bit of a highlight. So I'm wondering if they, you know, cause like you said too, about the storm shadow and the word burglar episode, like we're still mm-hmm. waiting for that, 
the white clad uh, GI Joe yeah. you know, uniform Storm Shadow. So we're still waiting for that. So hopefully, you know, there will be a, a standard bareness that will be available through BBTS and, and other stuff and not have to do. So hopefully, I think just the same, I think GI Joe is just trying to really get back on the shoes to, with Transformers. Because Transformers right now, they are a, a financial juggernaut for Hasbro. So yeah. like they're they're good like they're good to go like Target exclusives yeah we'll sell out but we got we're ready bro like we're ready but for GI Joe it, they are really you know it took us this long to get GI Joe and now they're struggling to like be seen so oh hope hope hopefully that they 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 learn from that absolutely all right so we uh we, we took a bunch of detours a bunch of tangents and we went all the way around the block but something we haven't done yet i think before we start getting into speculation about what we want to see in wave two or what we think the the future of this uh of the studio series 86 line i think we need to go through and actually talk about the figures that are in the line. So I, um, I'm going to do some, uh, one by one. one by one. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's six of them. So, um, so yeah, so we are going to start with, uh, number one, because they are individually numbered. We're going to start with jazz. So saw I, that coming when this line was first announced. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, and that's, uh, you know, it, it's funny because it's again, not without, controversy which we'll we'll talk about in a quick sec but yeah of of the the quote-unquote movie characters you know you're you're thinking like you know hot rod cup springer rc yeah Yeah. you don't think jazz and so this is like for for me it's a it's a very bizarre character choice but with the stuff we were talking about earlier about trying to figure out what lines to put these characters in does this jazz belong in earthrise does he belong in kingdom maybe maybe not because who knows what the what the heck uh, kingdom is actually going to be uh story wise my but- conspiracy theory is if you don't mind uh, is that i think that this was a kingdom figure and they just wanted to try and figure out how to pad this line out a little bit mm-hmm. because this has none of the quality hallmarks that the other studio series figures have the gappy yeah. arm wrist things uh, oh yeah the, sure the, yeah the, the fact that it's jazz and not some other character from the movie uh I, so i i think this is a, a line pad it doesn't have the uh, extra gimmicks like a lot of the other characters do Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm feeling this is a cheat. Hey, uh, Mike, Hey Mike and Aaron yes. really quickly. Hey man. Hey guys, I apologize. I might have to drop out, but I will tune in on the live stream, but I just wanted to say thank you guys for having me on and okay. apologize, Mike, uh, that I got to go, but, um, oh, it's I, fine. I will, I will catch you on the, on the, on the live stream for sure. But guys, uh, thank you so much for having me on and, uh, <laughs> hopefully we can talk, chat more again soon. Sure. Sounds great. Well, thank you for taking the time and, yes, and for joining us. This this was a blast. We'll uh, we'll see you around the way. We'll see you, Mike and my Aaron. All right. <laughs> see you, man. No mail today. Nobody likes you. Let's show Mike some love. Right into the mailbag at MikeCyberRadio at gmail.com. And of course, the spelling on that is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. You've got mail. Everybody loves you. So yeah, so back to jazz here. I um that makes sense. I, I hadn't thought of it from that angle about being a line pad, but now that you uh bring that up, it totally makes sense. And it kind of um 
helps assuage my perspective that it's a, it's a really weird character choice. But the thing that I would also say, though, it's a pretty cool figure. And from yeah. word on the street, from oh, what well. I understand, it's 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 a huge upgrade from that uh, Power of the Primes uh, jazz that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I, I guess mainline collectors would have to sharpshoot me here. But that's that was the last jazz we got. Right. Was that that Power of the Primes one? Was there not a uh, I, I think you're right about that. I was I was wondering if there was a. Um war for cybertron one but i don't think there was no no um so and, and really like when when john hasbro has been doling out character choices one of the things i've seen on on twitter has been like well jazz win you know and and obviously you know there hasn't been a masterpiece jazz because mm-hmm. of uh licensing issues with porsche so mm-hmm. um so yeah, it, it's kind of interesting, but I I think it's I think it's a totally fine uh, vehicle mode, you know, with, with the with the clear uh, windows there. You see a little bit of kibble, but that's that's totally fine. But it, it was this thing here. It was the backdrop. I was like, oh, Moonbase One. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> and and really, we we discussed this earlier, but it it's the it's the dioramas that it was the thing at, at a time where like I've seen these leaks and I've been kind of living with this uh, uh, kind of expectation for a while. Um, and I'm glad to see that it kind of met my expectations uh, uh, packaging wise, but these background inserts was something I didn't even think to dream of. And once, yeah. once I saw what they were, and again, seeing this jazz in the Moonbase one, I'm like, oh, somebody that knows a thing or two about a thing or two about this dumb movie, put that in there. And it, it's so dumb because I, I feel like this was put in there for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just the backdrop makes it uh, makes it an instant buy for me. It, it's it, it's just weird how 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 my dumb brain works. I have to shout out to Hasbro on that in the the whole packaging as display diorama just really is upping the game. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it really adds a lot of value and it frankly adds a lot of value that probably doesn't cost them that much more money yeah. to yeah. invest in these products. But I, and I think the joy that comes out of it is, is, a lot more than the investment they have to put into it. So, and the art looks great. It looks certainly reminiscent of the cartoon and the movie backgrounds, mm-hmm. but yet kind of updated and a, a little stylized, but not in a way that feels off kilter at all. Yeah. I think it's great choice. And, and again, getting to that, uh, that packaging, this call out here and have it be the correct colors. I mean, I don't know what I would have done if it would have been like the, the, the red and blue silver uh, that, that that's right. kind of the classic G one, because um, if, it, if it wasn't mm-hmm. the right color that, that'd give me something uh, <laughs> have some OCD about, but um, while we're here looking at the package, I do want to talk about the numbering. Um, so it cracks me up because uh, on one hand, it's, it, it is simultaneously, being inclusive of everybody, like I said earlier, you know, but it's also kind of like a big fat middle finger to them. Also, I just I, I thought I, when I saw one of the leaks, I thought it was like a misprint or something like that, because the in the leaks, you couldn't necessarily see the smaller sub number. Right. 
it's a clever way of getting around that, I guess, for uh, for lack of a better word. So uh, I don't know much about – I don't have much history in that whole uh, – side of the the packaging and the numbering i, I maybe because i don't collect that studio series line but i yeah. guess that's been controversial well it's it's only controversial from the standpoint that it's um get your g1 out of my bavers you know it's like mm. you know it's studio series it's it's just mm. for the movies and i kind of i kind of yeah, like, who, like who said that though the the fans of the Bay movies. I, I, I don't, I don't that, have I, guess. I don't have the receipts. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, it was, I would argue. I'm sure it was I would like argue Hasbro's call like that. But. <laughs> I would argue it's Hasbro's call to do whatever they want to do at the studio line and uh, and whatever you know. Yeah. <laughs> so like, maybe I'm just saying that because who's they? <laughs> well, what I like I didn't know if there was a did Hasbro come out like and say. Studio series is this exclusive line dedicated to the Bay movies, or did they not ever say that? And if they did not ever say that, then there's nothing to be mad about. Yeah. You're just being mad for the sake of being mad. And that's irritating. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, we're transformers fans though i mean like yeah i mean like the the only fans that let me are, get off the, the soapbox here <laughs> I, say, I mean, I mean the, the the fans that the only fans that are more pissy and curmudgeon than us are star wars fans so i mean yeah i i don't know man um let's see so i i want to look at more toys um to close out on jazz that head sculpt oh, looks right, great yes. that head sculpt looks really great the alt mode does look really good and we didn't touch on that 14 is now the time to get that over with oh sure yeah let's uh let's do that <laughs> so um so i'll sum up what i think the controversy is all right. and if you don't mind because i think you were probably paying better attention to the live stream from hasbro but i'm assuming it's I, I'm assuming it's tied to the older jazz having the secret Cybertronian MAGA language on it. And the, and the, and I think that was a legit, like somebody being a, a, a douchebag. Yeah. And then now the number 14 is on there instead of four, which is allegedly a white supremacist number that has something to do with, uh, I had to Google it because I'd never yeah. heard that before. So what was, so is that, the correct framing of this and what was the explanation from Hasbro on why there's not a four there. Okay. Well, it, it's, uh, <laughs> sorry. It was, that, that's a weird toss the way, the way you threw it to me, but yes, you, no, you, you <laughs> I'm going to let you talk about no, all this controversial fine. stuff. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> because I mean, you, you've nailed everything. I'm just trying to figure out how to, um, add to that but yeah so basically the uh uh the 14 is a uh a notorious uh white supremacy uh dog whistle signal thing that i was not aware of until uh thursday when when the pictures came out with uh with jazz with a 14 on there and i saw uh several fans on on twitter I have the receipts, but I'm not going to share them because <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, but anyway, I, a couple folks had said that basically like it's tone deaf on Hasbro's part that basically, you know, jazz has been portrayed by, uh, you know, African-American folks uh, basically since 1984 and that it's, it's just kind of a bad look. And the problem with the disparity between the, the official reveals 
on Thursday and folks having time to put those two and twos together and the live stream on Friday, which we all know was pre-recorded, is that there was no opportunity for it to be kind of like addressed formally. Mm-hmm. And and the thing the thing that you mentioned also, Aaron, was the the only reason why this isn't just kind of like brushed off as, you know, oh, man, we're just we're overreaching and we're seeing something that's not there is because of of the mega thing. I mean, like, so there's there's precedence there there's history i don't know if two makes for a consistent pattern but it's not outside of the realm of possibilities given what happened with that that last jazz figure so what was I don't, the official pre-recorded explanation why can't you have a four on there so in the official explanation, they they didn't mention why they can't have a four, but the the dude kind of mumbles through as he's showing off the figure. He says, oh, well, you know, as you can see, and there's 14 on the door and, you know, there's a lot of history with that with that number with the character. And then they just totally move on. No explanation. And of course, he transforms into his iconic sports car. Wow. He's beautiful. <laughs> Super fans probably noticed that we had to change his number from 4 to 14. But some of you who are fans of the G1 toy probably remember that Jazz had some association with the number 14. He also, of course, comes with his famous backdrop of Moonbase 1. So fortunately, I do know sleuths in the fandom. And um, I have not just one explanation, but two and I, for me at least, I, I find it very satisfying. All right. So this is a tweet from TFU.info. Uh, so I guess this is where the 14 comes from. And Ant kind of shares the same notion that the Internet shares in that using the 14 is uh, uh, tone deaf. But if you take a look at this is the original Diaclone uh, release of the of the Porsche 911 and it's numbered 14. So is it? That's not. It is. Yeah. Uh, in in um in release number. It's oh, release I see. Number okay. All right. All right. All right. I was looking at the door, not the box. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know why it's not not four because the power of the primes jazz also has a four on there. So why they chose fourteen, I don't know. But one of the explanations is that it's the original Diaclone release number. But then also, uh, this is an old catalog from 1984. And what's interesting, if you... uh, Yeah, I can see it. That's number 14. So my quick hot takes on that are those are such obscure references for the designer to act like that is the thing that and fans are going to get excited about that is ridiculous. And... It's a movie series line. He has a four on his door. Put the there four on the door. Put you know the what? four on the door. I typically would say it takes three things to make a trend, but I'm just going to put it out there. Hasbro, you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I was hoping to get us out of that, but uh, the I, only uh, thing they could have done to make it more of a dog whistle was to, would be to mold his hand into an OK sign. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay that's that's at best it's really weird and i guess well, middle of the road it's tone deaf and at worst secretly racist all right well 
Win. Yeah, and right. and again, you couple that with the the MAGA code, and yeah, it's it's not a good look. So so that that is the MSRP hot take. Is I I agree with the folks saying that it's tone deaf. It could be entirely coincidental, but uh, coincidences can be tone deaf as well. Um, There's just no reason, of- even if it wasn't connected to weird controversial conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's not a thing anybody wants. <laughs> that's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know if specifically the number four makes it like because I, I saw other folks on on Twitter trying to litigate. It's like well maybe like number four goes to like a specific racer and because of like licensing they can't figure that out. But other folks are posting. Well, wait a minute. There's there, there's a Porsche Martini, uh, Martini racing team with a 14 on it also. So that doesn't work, but right. I don't have a definitive explanation. Yeah. All I have is what I've collated from the internet and some additional evidence that came post the live stream where, cause th- that was the thing as I was watching the live stream, knowing that there was some of this controversy, it, it, I, I think it, it, added more questions than it answered because he just kind of like pushed it through. He was trying to like, you know, when, when somebody would say <laughs> something like, he like was not wanting to cover it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I mean, they had recorded it a week earlier, allegedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just, just totally trying to rubber stamp. It. It's like, Oh yeah. And you, you that that's uh, you know, that, that as fans know, that's a, that's an important number or something like that. Right. It's like, oh, it's not right. <laughs> It's like just because you say something quickly and mumbling doesn't necessarily uh, uh, make it so. Well, now we've got to check the history of of jazz music and see if there's any classic Coltrane or Miles Davis or albums that are have a forty two or forty or fourteen. Sorry, as a factor, I don't know where I was got forty two. Oh, Douglas see, Adams, <laughs> Jackie Robinson. Yeah. yeah, I'll try and find the innocent explanation for this, but I don't know if it exists. Thanks. All right, moving let's on. Talk, let's talk about Cup. So, yeah, it's I I feel very mixed about Cup because. On one hand, he's the most movie cup I I've ever seen. Like uh the, it's like every other release of Cup has had something wrong with it. And this one's got its issues too, but between everything else he's got going on, I mean, he he's got he's got the Energon Goody thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, that that's just one of those things where it's again, he doesn't have to have that accessory. Somebody put that in there because it's like, oh, it's a movie line. It belongs in there. I think he looks a little too thin, um, a little too gaunt, um, especially through the face. Uh, the vehicle mode is fine because, well, it's, you know, it's cup. It's kind of kind of who cares. But the backdrop's fantastic, though. That, that, that backdrop, though. And, and again, that's that's where this line keeps winning. But I, I love this package art. <laughs> Oh no, I just there's something about that expression that I just I just love. And it's not even like the most cup expression around, but it's just I don't know. I think I'm gonna make that my uh, my memeable for sure. It definitely does. But um one thing that that I don't necessarily care for, and you can see it here in the vehicle mode, uh, but let me see if I can find one with the robot mode, is the the panel lines underneath the the windshield. Mm -hmm. I 
I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that. I I'm I'm sure Toy Hacks is going to come out with a with a, a Repro Labels a sticker set to where you can make the window solid. Um, maybe even have some of like his old age uh, battle damage type of kind of I I don't know like kind of like seaweed type of mm-hmm. type of details. I've you know like after- rust drippings or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because like after 35 years, I still can't describe what that actually is because it, it looks kind of like weirdly fibrous, mm-hmm. and it's I mean, kind of kind of icky if uh, if you think about it. Now, I don't think it's represented in these pictures, but I do want to mention the uh, the uh, snap on stay on uh, arms here. Both his legs and his arms pop off, and and again, I just think that's a really cool f- uh, feature because it doesn't it doesn't it's not like they're trying to hide. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't aid in the transformation at all. It's just a feature that they threw in there because that's what he does in the movie. And it, it's just one of those things where like, uh, you know, I saw it on that, on that goofy uh, uh, YouTube video. And I was like, does it really do that? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that has just blown my hair back so much about this line is that it's got, all of these details that are so specific to the movie that I have never seen represented anywhere else. And I just, I, I think it's not even in third party. Right. And, and uh, you had asked me a question earlier about if they had this type of stuff in mainline would third party have kind of proliferated the way it was. I mean, I may be paraphrasing uh, uh, what you were asking. Um, More or less, that's it. But I think that's where where third party makes the jump from accessories and upgrade kits to doing figures because Mm -hmm. that's my understanding of the history is like, well, these figures aren't being made, so let's make them. Mm -hmm. Now, and I could be way off base because so much of third party caters to the masterpiece style market and so you know it's just a, th- a thing that i mean it, yeah would you need masterpiece if this existed more well, readily i don't know and, and and that's the thing too because you know like we don't have like an official masterpiece cup we don't have an official masterpiece jazz i i wonder if this is um and figures like this are pushing the market back towards chug and kind of away from masterpiece at a time where like you have a, a $265 masterpiece star scream, the third masterpiece star scream to go with your third masterpiece, Optimus prime. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, so like in, in a way I can, I can understand and appreciate third party being for, high-end discerning adult collectors, you know, and it has a price point to match. I understand that. What I don't understand is, is Hasbro kind of wading in those, in those waters also. It's right. I'm not explaining it very well, but it's kind of like this weird chicken and egg thing. And I wonder if masterpiece is kind of, uh, kind of becoming passe in a, in a weird way. Well, this is, it's a whole different conversation to talk about yeah. where that's gone and, and uh, where it is today. But the, the, I, I think the main thing for me as a masterpiece collector, if I'm trying to get down to the inside of why I would buy it is because I want the best looking version of the character that 
exists. And it doesn't have to be the most expensive, articulated, best materials, best painted, although that obviously helps and that's what you want in a premium yeah. figure. But it just needs, it, is it, is it uh, reflect what I remember from the nostalgia as a, as a kid, right? And yeah. these figures almost do that in a way. I just wonder if Masterpiece, maybe take off the fact, does it compete with Masterpiece or would it, does it eliminate the need for it? But if Masterpiece didn't exist, would this satisfy me? And I feel like it probably would. And uh, You know, the, even Cup, I, I agree with you on the faults of that figure. But overall, I still think it's an amazing figure. And the little surprises that they provided with it are a lot of fun and are thoughtful. And uh, I'm, I'm still impressed with the figure. I just feel like just maybe squish that face down a little bit and we'd be... It, totally in the 100 percent satisfied but uh um, yeah but no i th i think they're doing a great job with it and and despite any nitpicky things that we as fans are always gonna have yeah well and and speaking of uh nitpicks um, the one thing i'll actually before we call, move on from cup the panel lining is in the i have the masterpiece well I'm sorry, the, the faux masterpiece fans toys cup. And it actually had the same thing. It has a chest piece with weird panel lining on the inside, but that it came with an optional um, different version of that chest that you could pop those off and put it on. So it's more um, opaque and, uh, okay. and, and just a pure blue, more like the animation model, but I'd still unknown why it would include that gimmick. Un certainly unknown why they would do it for the studio series line as well. Gotcha. So um, let, let's pick some more nits. Because okay. <laughs> um, uh, next up is Blur. And for me, I, I, I might be in a weird minority here, but this guy's almost a turd. <laughs> um, in that I... I, I will say that like the colors are spot on and unlike cup, I like that the, the window is um, it, it, it's not as obvious with the, with the panel lining there, the vehicle mode, I think looks again, very representative of what that vehicle mode should be, but what's going on with these arms. <laughs> I mean, they're a little on the gorilla side of things. For sure. But on the other hand, and I'm just looking at this picture now, it is interesting how like how his arms are so gorilla-esque, but yet looking at like his legs, it's got the same tapers and and curves and curvature uh, from the floor floor dairy design. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with like the the tops of his arms and and kind of the rest of him. And and same thing with Cup is like I, I forgot to mention that while we were talking about Cup, but he's got like the rounded shoulders, the rounded biceps and thighs. Mm -hmm. You know that again that whole aesthetic that was introduced in the movie that like instead of having like these blocky designs they they were more soft angles and curves and mm -hmm. and kind of more weirdly organic or biological in a way and and that's that's another thing that i think that this line captures very well but yeah those those gorilla arms are are kind of something else but 
But I overall, mean, I, though, aside from that, the proportions, I, I want to see him standing up with just his arms straight down to really get a sense of that the gorilla-ness. But other yeah. than his forearms, which it is accurate that his forearms should be jutting up behind his elbow like that, yes. like just not so much. Like It's like twice of his arm as opposed to uh-huh. something that would probably be a little slimmer in that lower, the lower profile of his forearm. But for mm-hmm. me, it's just the face. Unfortunately, again, this yeah. is just another raunchy face sculpt. And when they and they've done so well with the face sculpt of other figures in this line, so I just they have the gear. So I don't know why they gave up at this point. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because, like, I think in terms of like the leaks, you know, it's like, you know, we, we saw, we saw scourge, we saw hot rod, we saw cup. I don't think I even saw blur until like someday before Thursday, uh, like the, the last round of like packaging leaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so I saw it way late and yeah, it's like, I'm like that, that face is awfully derpy, but I, but he's got the welder for his hand. Yeah. That's and, nice and again, part. I mean, that, again, they're just just smashing it with uh, the packaging and and all that. And, and again, it's I, I like this style of art. I like the representation on the box. Um, and and again, you've got an Autobot City background. Now, mm-hmm. this is something that I suppose with further figures, you know, maybe you could add to it. I don't know. I don't want to get too far ahead, but I like what they're doing there. That's yeah. uh that's uh that's pretty cool. So let me find a number four here. I think that is Hot's Rods. Um yeah, let me uh let me bring him up here because I I have I have strong feelings about Hot Rod. <laughs> I uh I I love this figure. I I like love almost everything about this figure because he does everything and more that a hot rod figure should do. Mm-hmm. Um, the colors are right. You know, it's, it's kind of like, I, I, I think it, it kind of splits the difference between the really bright magenta that's in some prints of the movie mm-hmm. and kind of like the more orangey red that's also in some prints of the movie. I, I think I think it's just magenta enough for my taste. Mm-hmm. You know, you've get, you've got the blue window, you've got the the right amount of detailing, and again, he's just. I, and the reason why he's um, oh, I should have mentioned that the first three figures that we were talking about were deluxe class. So you know, Jazz Cup Blur, those are all deluxes. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod's a Voyager. Now, I think arguably, I think. Hot Rod is Voyager class, not because he's a larger figure. He's about the same size as Jazz, maybe a little bigger, but it's because he's rotten with all these accessories. Right. Like you got a you got a Matrix with a blast effect. He's got a couple guns. I do like that you could put like his saw blade on top of his car for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it's it's whatever, it's fine. But again, he's like he's got um a matrix the- shine effect is I'm assuming that's supposed to latch onto the matrix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Very nice. Yeah, and his his uh arm flips out and he also has a a welder hand for for reenacting uh with uh, uh with limbless cup and it's nice but, that that's worked in to the engineering rather than just a snap-on right correct like like the saw blade is a straight-up snap-on but mm-hmm. the 
the uh the welder is is in his forearm it mm-hmm. it, uh, it flips out cool. um but i want to talk about the visor because oh, yeah. that visor is so dope basically you you pop his head back and you can flip the visor out and then snap his head back on and i think that's that that alone is i mean like i i don't know if the masterpiece does that but i've you know, Aaron, you talked about the comparison with Masterpiece earlier, and there are a lot of folks that are saying that this, even at um, that size and scale, beats Masterpiece Hot Rod. What uh, what say you? First answer around it, that Masterpiece does have that gimmick, although it broke on mine, sadly. Oh, when it, I'll have to be careful with mine then. <laughs> if somebody, if somebody were to. Um, the biggest criticisms of that masterpiece figure, and I'm talking not about the, I can't remember which number it is, the earlier one that is also a giant Rodimus Prime that's MP10 sized, but the one that's more Carbot sized, whatever number that is. Sure. The proportions and the chest, I think, are the, and the, kind of the spindliness of the legs, just aesthetically, were the biggest issues with that figure. And Yes, this thing hits the proportions a little bit more heroic in the chest area and the way that it uh, sculpts down into the the ab and pelvis. It definitely beats that out for sure. I'd be interested to see the articulation on this and how it compares because that Masterpiece Hot Rod is a very well-articulated figure. It has a lot of great butterflies in the arms and things like that that make it good. But proportion-wise, this thing does look great. And this is a standout. And people talk about Masterpiece moments. It's things like that helmet flip-out visor and the hidden uh, welder that definitely elevate this uh, in terms mm-hmm. of its quality and the experience and the fun. Absolutely. And the space car mode looks pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I just, I, I love the packaging. I, I, I love everything about this. You know, it is a, it is a fake chest. So you do have the, have the faux chest. I don't know, there, I'd but... rather it look like it's supposed to look. I'm not mad at fake chests. I know some yeah. people don't care for the, those kind of tricks, but I'm into it. The the one th- and I don't have a, a photo representation of it here, but the one thing and I again, Aaron, I I am slightly embarrassed when I when I share these these silly stories like this. But when I watched that when I watched that bootleg video and I watched him transform the damn thing, was and Tauntaun I, or Tauntaun or what what is yeah it yeah okay yeah uh, yeah Tauntaun, you know not not to be confused with the the uh, uh, woolly right. uh, Star Wars right. creature. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. This is getting bad. Um, the arms spin around. Oh, do they? That's all awesome. they do. And that, nice that was one of those things where well. I, I, I swear again, I don't get emotional about this stuff, but like if I, if I was, you know, it's like I could, I had a little bit of throat clinches there. I am not going to say like, I almost rolled a tear or anything like that, but it was like, Oh buddy, it does the thing. And again, I, I, I'm repeating myself a million times here, but again, it, it's, it's saying like, Mike, you need to buy this because mm-hmm. this is for you. Now, never mind the fact that you could get super nitpicky and, and Hot Rod's arms only spin around that one time. Um, never, never does transform the same way twice uh, during, the, <laughs> during the course of the movie. Now, oh, yeah, uh, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, so like I, uh, I I put out some kind of tweet. It's like, well, you know, it's cool that his arms spin around, but call me back when you have a figure where you can do 
all five of the different transforms right. that, he, <laughs> that he does throughout the movie. You can either spin his arms or you can tuck them in. You know, you've you've got a <laughs> you've got options there. One question: uh, Does his yeah. cockpit open up front, like kind of in that weird from the like backwards Z type way? I don't think it does. Okay, that's okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's fine. But yeah, let me. Uh, the the yeah, one thing about this is okay. What class did you say this was? It's a Voyager. But yet it's but, the same size as the uh, Jazz and Cup. Right. The, the thing that was kind of nice about this, I I like I like a good hinged hand. I like the uh, the open and close ability, even if it does look a little silly. And yeah. those other figures didn't have it, and. Uh, and Blur did not as well. Hook us up with the hinged hand. That's what yeah. made this feel, uh, that's just another thing that made this feel elevated and like studio series as sort of a level above the the rest of the main line. And the, yeah. those things are just, those things are lacking. I agree. And that's, and that's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's like, but, but I have my uh, Unicron background and mm -hmm. I've, I've got, I've got everything else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, you're right but but again like unfortunately with something like this one there'll always be nitpicks and mm -hmm. i think it's okay to have nitpicks because if everything was perfect we'd have nothing to talk about <laughs> I, I i think i that, that's kind of like a weird uh that, that's kind of like a weird mike Seibert take on things sometimes it's like i kind of like sometimes things with their their imperfections it kind of gives me something to to get bent about <laughs> But, um, well, we live in a world where uh, no, none of us are perfect and nothing is perfect. So uh, we just have to, you know, that's the market. That's being the voice of the market, talking about the yeah. things you'd like. I like to imagine the voice of the market saying about Coca-Cola, you know, I like that <laughs> yeah. beverage if the, 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 the hint of prune was just a little stronger. <laughs> just, yeah, a little more pronounced. So uh, so uh, in the chat, Alpha Magnus decided to jump in. He's like, I love saving money on these by not wanting them, LOL. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what makes him not want them. That's a good question. M maybe kind of like trying to avoid that slippery slope like like I was discussing earlier with uh with not getting the the other movie characters in the main line, I don't know. For Let's me, see. I uh, want everything. I just know that I have to not buy everything. <laughs> and so I have to pick pick what means the most. Um, yeah, but I would get I would get even things that I don't even care about just because I want all these stupid toys. <laughs> want to check them out, get close to them, and fiddle with them. Yeah, um, Dave, who uh, joined us back in the in the chat, said uh, Blur was supposed to be in Kingdom because of his gorilla arms. Ah. I, thought, I, th I thought that was worth pointing out. Uh, let let's uh, let's talk about Scourge. This guy rules. I yeah. love this figure. What uh, what do you think? the the sculpt looks amazing it's got to be the best uh I think mainline so. sculpt right i mean it, it's it looks good the face yeah. sculpt in particular it, i'm a fan of mm -hmm. and and again you got that got that sick box art there oh, i, I, I haven't seen that box art that is awesome oh that's, that's sick i'm excited for that it, it's funny you got a couple insecticons back there but you don't got a thundercracker hmm i i think cool. i I, I think John Hasbro is just kind of trying to keep the controversy going. I heard somebody, I, I don't, I didn't hear, I saw it. Uh, somebody popped off in a tweet and said, that's why Cyclonus isn't in studio series because they would have the same backdrop. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I tossed that up a light chuckle. Um, so yeah, so he's he's got his uh, uh, space hovercraft mode. When I was watching the live stream, I mistakenly thought that his head actually pops up, and it kind of doesn't. It's just a panel that that flops over. Mm-hmm. But that's not a deal breaker. I I'm not going to kick it out of bed because I can still flip that panel back and see his face there. Right. Um, they didn't have to design it that way. They didn't have to engineer it that way. They made it that way. So for, again, for knuckleheads like me, and again, this, this picture really shows off that face sculpt in that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that just totally rules. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm with I you. Like the I hand sculpt wise as well, particularly, I guess it would be his left arm, right. If we're facing him and, uh-huh. uh, just how it's open a little bit and you've got the spread of the fingers and it really helps see that the, the gnarled nature of his hands plus the the cute little pink finger uh or pink paint on his finger yeah i i was i was gonna say it show it shows off his uh his manny very well mm-hmm. he's he show, showing off his uh gel tips there mm-hmm. um i mean yeah i mean you you look at the at the back of his wings there and that's pr- it's doing a lot of shell forming i think but i like the way that it's shaped mm-hmm. i i don't have a, a picture of the actual character model in front of me but like the way the back wings are shaped for like you know kind of like his little clamshell thing it's the same shape of what his uh his bat wings are are kind of supposed to be so i'll allow it <laughs> you know it's, it's like it's I probably not perfect but it 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 doesn't irk me in the way some of the no. other imperfections on some of the other uh, yeah. items uh, do. But yeah, it, but I mean, he's got, he's got the rounded shoulders. He's got the tapered legs. I mean, it's, I mean, they, they've got the aesthetic uh, pretty much nailed. I, I, again, th- this this figure rules, and, and I think I think it's definitely the standout. I like the hot rod as well, but once I saw better pictures of uh, Scourge here, I was like, "Oh, you, uh, <laughs> you know, you, uh, you had my interest. Now you have my attention." Um, that was it, one of the my- first ones that was revealed accidentally or or whatever those reveals yeah. were accidentally, purposefully, <laughs> or purposefully accidentally. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I knew for, uh, seeing that early on, I was, was pretty excited about it. Just the sculpt, it was a little blurry, and I think somebody sharpened it up or something. And yeah, very got very excited. It, that's a very cool looking uh, piece for sure. Yeah, and so uh, so our buddy uh, uh, James jumps in. Uh, Scourge is the only figure I want out of the six. And you know, if you're only going to get one, you're to where you four. can, <laughs> I mean that. Well, that that's the thing too. Um, so, so we do have, we do have one more figure, uh, we have to talk about and I I'm stoked for this guy also. And I'm, I'm stoked for some of the choices that they made, but yeah, it's, it's the only leader class in the, in the series in wave one, which thank God, cause I, I would much rather be buying 20 and $30 figures rather than a bunch of $50 figures. Uh, but here we go. It's a, it is that's Grimlock. Now it's interesting. Like during the live stream, they didn't actually have in hand samples. They only had renders. So um, I believe 
these pictures uh, that I, I'm using Entertainment Earth, uh, by the way. Uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, I think these are photos of the actual toy. Okay. Um, uh, because like he's got like the translucent neck thing going on there, which I don't know how to feel about that because it's it's I, I find myself very torn on it because on one hand, it looks like uh, in robot mode, he looks like cartoon Grimlock. You know, like he's he's got the 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 red, blue and green on his legs. You know, he's he's got the right shaped chest. He's got the right shaped head. I, I wonder if uh, if a third party company is going to make a uh, swappable ACOM head where it's just the 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 melted marshmallow head. Um, <laughs> no, you need. can keep that. No need. It's like it's like it's like if somebody makes that, it's like, who is this for? Why did you make this? Nobody wants it. No, nobody wants a soft marshmallow head Grimlock. But this uh, this feature with the with the translucent neck, that's 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 a holdover from the toy so i don't know if i understand why that's here in this uh studio series movie figure mm -hmm. um but you got you got yourself a non-transformable but posable uh wheelie figure and at a time where you're getting these uh little bonus figures of movie characters like in the in the quintesson pit of judgment you've got a non-posable cranix who's basically just kind of like a slug figure but you also get the quintesson prosecutor mm -hmm. and i think i i like that that precedent is established that that that's a way to get in additional movie characters without making you buy a deluxe mm -hmm. because I, I mean now granted me personally if if it was in studio series and you make a deluxe uh a quintesson prosecutor i'd buy it <laughs> but i don't need a deluxe scale wheelie yeah, yeah so um and, and it harkens back a little bit to those little uh marshmallow like clones that they used to put in package with some of the smaller guys and things like that it's i don't think that's intentionally yeah. what they're trying to evoke there but no uh but you know i i it, just providing a little extra play and a little yeah. something extra to collect is fun. Well, and you know, one, one of the biggest things that transformers fan want to complain about more than anything, it's scale. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting though, is that the wheelie figure is perfectly scaled to interact with this leader class Grimlock figure exactly as it was in the movie i mean he's even got his slingshot mm -hmm. and and i i think that rules and looking at the package here uh i don't think there's a really good picture of the uh of the backdrop but i'm pretty sure that's the same backdrop that would match with the quintesson pit of judgment um mm. Cause yeah, it's like, you can almost see the, the columns there, uh, uh, there behind him. Um, oh yeah. See, look at that. There's That's the, there's the, the door being knocked down that he's see? standing on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Interesting. Oh man. See, see now we have to have a slag figure in, uh, in this line so that you can get a door and put it on your scaled Quintesson prosecutor figure from the pit of judgment. So he could be like, excuse me, <laughs> which incidentally, I mean, you know, kind of like way off topic, but like that, 
that it kind of cracked me up though watching that live stream watching these children <laughs> um interact with and and sing lines from the it, movie it, it made me excited to see that people yeah. that that young cared about it and, and people that work for the company actually care about it and it's not just clocking in um a couple yeah. notes on this uh sure. i don't know if you had a picture that was the face sculpt but they did a great job with that face sculpt is there anything up close Oh, here we go. Yeah, that that that. Oh, looks, look at that! That looks really good. They did a great job with that, and and you can tell that it's going to have some interesting arm shoulder articulation as well. So yeah. uh, that's going to be very cool. And the other thing I like about this is the legs. Actually, if you don't mind, if you can, if it's possible to zoom on down there, the way that they did the transformation to close up the legs looks like a yeah. lot of thought went into that engineering to make it as flush as possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a great looking figure. I, my, I'll complain again about the hands, like open up, let them open up those hands. That's a, did you say that's a leader leader class? Yeah. This is make, a leader make, class. Make, figure. Do it, make Grimlock do it. We're talking studio yeah. series, baby. Exactly. I, I agree with you. And it's one of those things, though, I mean, because it's I, I guess when I thought to do this live stream, I wasn't anticipating complaining as much as uh, as I have. But <laughs> for but something it, that but you it, just can't wait for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I mean, that that's the thing. I, I am legit over the moon about this stuff. Like I is so so embarrassing. I you know, I I was at a spot when I was at work where I was right next to my computer and I could just be like F5, F5, F5. You know, so like when nine o'clock came around, nine o'clock mine time, uh, uh noon eastern, when the when the pre-orders went live, I was I was right there. Mm -hmm. Um so I so I got all six of them with Good no problem. You. Good for and, you. And I, and I was even able to grab a, uh, a jazz and a hot rod for, uh, for our buddy Apollo. Also, she, uh, uh, she was at a spot where, where she wasn't able to be near a computer. And so, yeah, I mean, well, I, time I, I need to just give you a heads up that I'm probably never going to be paying attention at the right time. And if you're there, I'll let you know to hook me up now that I know that that's, this is how it works, uh, that they make these announcements and they're immediately on sale and they're immediately gone. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's something that's relatively new because again, I, I haven't been in this game very long. Like the, like the first thing I ordered from pulse was that deluxe snake eyes. And I ordered that back in February before I moved mm -hmm. like that's it, It's funny uh, that, uh, that will go down in history. It's like the first thing that I ordered with our new address on it. And it was still like a month or so before we actually moved. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it didn't show up till August, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, it was, it's, um, so, but I, and I've explained this to a buddy of mine at work because like, you know, uh, we've talked about like new hobbies that have emerged in during the pandemic and the COVID quarantines, like, uh, my dude tried to get into like those star Wars retro figures and, one he was like a year late they were like target exclusives and disappeared instantly like a year ago he's like well where can i find these i was like you got a time traveling delorean <laughs> and then and then like this year they did uh empire strikes back retro series figures and they were walmart exclusives and he kind of ran into the same thing and i'm like dude you gotta be on those pre-orders you gotta pay attention he's like i don't understand yeah. so i think because of like the coaching that i've been giving my buddy 
that's accidentally made me part of the scene. So now I pay attention to stuff and I'll send him emails occasionally. And I found myself kind of like signaling my other friends like, hey, uh, if you if you want that pit of judgment, you uh, this is the time that you need to be on there. And so I was glad you were you were yeah, able you, to. Yeah, you and, and Toby both hooked me yeah. up there because. I, and what's funny is we were even texting about it the day before and it just flipped yeah. my mind. I get to doing other things and uh, then it started popping up in the chat that uh, that it was happening and I managed to get in there and get one of those, thank goodness. And I think it's shipping next week. So hopefully nice. Alpha Magnus is, is as well. But the yeah, I mean, my experience, I, I, that's just not been my experience to have to get ready to pull the trigger on these. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's been like concert tickets and things like that. I've, I've had to do that, but sure, not, sure. Not figures yet. And even in the third party and, and masterpiece market, generally an email will go out from whatever your vendor of choices that you're on their mailing list that says, hey, yeah. pre-order is now up and you can get up there. No problem. Now that dynamic has changed because everything that fans toys puts out uh is is snatched up pretty quickly yeah. for the most part and even pre-orders disappear so you right. don't you don't have the couple days a week and to to snag it anymore so i just need to get into that mindset if i'm going to get into this studio series game i guess well and i wonder if the the mindset has just changed it over the last several months like, like how much has the Rona uh, influenced this whole thing? I, I, I don't have enough information to speak to that, but it just, yeah, it, it feels like it's more, um, more cutthroat and more like, well, you got to get in right away because like I, even after I bought, uh, uh, pre-ordered the studio series figures, since I was still working, I would occasionally go back to the pulse and just see what was, what was sold out. And like, I, I would say within three, four hours, yeah, all, all of the studio series were gone except for blur. Yeah. So <laughs> poor blur. You know, I know and it's so funny because I was interacting with somebody on Twitter. He's like, that's the one I'm interested in. I'm like, Oh, Oh, friend, fine. Look behind. Oh no. Blur. The, uh, I think it's everything you just said on top of the fact that it is a collectible, you know, it's a new series of collectibles. There, there is probably a really big demand for a, a, an 86 movie line of stuff. Yeah. And they, I feel like there's been a, it, I don't want to say hype because technically we all just found out about this on Thursday or Friday, right? Right, it's right. Been troubling in the scene for months, it feels like. Yeah. And people were ready to see these full reveals and see what Hasbro wanted to say about it. So um, I don't know, like a grassroots hype, if you will. Uh, so, you know, I get it. And and good for them that they're doing something that's making the fandom excited. And I mean, it, as a person that doesn't really collect these lines, it has me excited. And of course, yeah. I'm going to gripe about the things I'm going to gripe about. But um, but it still looks cool. And I'm still going to get in on it to the extent that I can. All right. So uh, so before we get out of here, I um, I, I want to throw on our uh, get into our crystal ball and the speculation game. Oh, fun. This, th this was announced as, quote unquote, wave one. Mm -hmm. of uh of studio series 86 so that tells me that there's the potential for 
further waves. Now, the one thing I didn't grab for for this particular example, and maybe while we're chatting amongst ourselves, I'll look for it. There, there was a leaked retail listing that like had like slag with Daniel and like mm-hmm. some other uh, figures, some of which have come to be like, you know, cup and blur and jazz jazz was the one where it's like psh, studio series, 86 jazz. I don't think so. And sure enough, it came to be, but I don't know how many other figures are on that original leaked retail list from five, six months ago that aren't, part of this six figure uh wave one so putting that aside maybe somebody can sharpshoot me in the in the chat now that we have this particular mix of six characters in wave one and compounding that with the legislation we had at the beginning of the show when we were talking about like it's bizarre that cyclonus is in kingdom the quintessons are in Earthrise, without rehashing all of that i guess where do we think Studio Series 86 can go from here? What uh, what do you want to see? Let's see. Uh, so who have you not hit from the from the introductory lineup? Well, is, is let that me, basically everybody, including me, what we know is being launched in Kingdom. Let me, well, let me start with uh, with some visual aids here. So, oh, perfect. Oh no, you got visual aids. You might want to get that checked out. So, so on the poster and and I I was I was kind of a weirdo that said it's like, you know, if we're doing Studio Series 86, just give me the characters on the poster. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not very sustainable because that's that's less than a dozen characters. So, you've got you've got Wheelie, you got Springer, you got RC, you got Ultra Magnus, Cup, Blur, Rodimus Prime, not Hot Rod, which mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about that. Uh, Galvatron, uh, Scourge, and uh, Cyclonus. Ooh, you could do uh, you could do the uh, uh, revenge there uh, in some way. Mm-hmm. I just now thought of that. And and of course, and I I I don't know how I've mentioned for neglected to mention this, but we do have Haslab Unicron coming out. That that mm-hmm. is kind of like part of the line. Um, so it, it's it's but it's going to have war for Cybertron on it, very similar to the Quintesson Pit of Judgment. So mm-hmm. this whole line is is horribly mismatched anyway. So I don't know how to reconcile that, but I just thought of that looking at the poster. So so you have Cyclonus, who's in Kingdom, Scourge, who's in Studio Series, Galvatron, who's in Kingdom, Wheelie, who's packed in with Leader Class Grimlock. Springer was in Siege, so he's already had a very recent update. RC is in Earthrise, um, again, very uh, very recent update. Ultra Magnus was in Siege, and he's also getting a quote unquote Earth mode in um, in Kingdom. And that that's there's a there's a poster of a uh, Kingdom art that that includes kind of like that Earth mode Ultra right. Magnus. So I think okay. so. So I don't, I don't, I think, Do you think, I think it'll be a, a remold of the, a slight remold of the war for Cybertron one. Is that the speculation? I think it's going to be retooled. Um, okay. I, I, I hope he's smoother, but I, I mean, you can't do with like a new mold of ultra Magnus this soon. Right. I mean, I don't know how this stuff works because like at, at a time where, you know, this is the first jazz we've gotten since power of the primes, yeah. So anyway, I, I think I, people were surprised to even see the War for Cybertron one 
come out so soon after the what was it titans return yeah line. yeah but yeah i mean so it, yeah it's hard to say i mean if they're not going to do well, I, i'm just going to assume they're going to do a recolor game with all yeah. those figures that you just mentioned uh and maybe a new rodimus prime remold out of the there game. it is and then because go ahead well, I was going to say, because like of the characters that are on the poster, the only character we have not talked about is Rodimus Prime. And the last Rodimus we got was uh, was either Power of the Primes or Titans Return. I don't know which, but from what I understand, like uh, like my dude Nick was uh, was on the on the chat a couple weeks ago. Basically, that that's a really cool hot rod figure that looks almost as good as the the studio series but he's got like this clunky ass rodimus mech suit where it's it's just basically snap-on parts like i think like the trailer like cracks apart and it's really kind of like ultra magnus type of thing where it's basically it's like rodimus armor and i've, I've got it if anybody wants to buy it from me i don't need it <laughs> it doesn't bring oh. me joy <laughs> i was gonna say maybe i need to uh, pump the disparage breaks because like from what i brought up during the uh during the live stream i'm like oh this figure doesn't look good i don't like that, it wouldn't be that. There, there has a lot going for it i like it's got a great head sculpt but it, just the wonky shoulders where the hot rods legs are its shoulders it it's a it, it doesn't look good but yeah a great opportunity for a rodimus prime which i'd also love to see in a, a new one of those in a masterpiece if anybody cares about that but i also just some other fun things that would be pretty cool would be a cranix and an arbalus uh and yeah. also a retgar a retgar maybe a, a, a set of junkions i'm trying to think of some other iconic uh, a revenge, like you said, would be a cool a cool piece to add to it, and and maybe 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 a blaster. Maybe we get a blaster out of this baby. Yeah, see, I I'm cool with having like a uh, a blaster, a perceptor, uh, blasters tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I mean, you you think about it from what is iconic from the movie. And that that scene where Blaster reveals that he has tapes too, that's mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of up there in like one of those, you know, uh, uh, top tier moments of the of the movie. Um, but I did I, I wanted to uh, pause here for just a quick sec because I did do a little bit of uh, snooping around and I did find um, I think this is on uh, uh, TFW uh, from like back in July. Uh, so let's see, uh, studio series jolt. Uh, so apparently there's like a gnaw, a deluxe cup, jazz blur. Yeah. See, this isn't, this is a complete list. Yeah. Cause I thought there was more because I don't see the, uh, slag with, uh, Daniel, um, on there. So, but anyway, yeah. So I, I think a, um, a deluxe scale, uh, shark to con would be great. Um, do, several junkions um mm-hmm. i think that would be cool because like you you aaron you just recently uh showed off your uh those uh third party junkions that you mm-hmm. got those those are those are some cool dudes yeah. so to see any junkion character that's not Rekgar, mm-hmm. i i think that would be um i think that would be really cool uh arbalist Kranix. and if yeah. you want to get slick with it in a way that'll make them some money I, and, I, and not I, oh sorry go ahead 
Uh, but yeah, I, so so Dave made a crack about it earlier. And at a time where you have the uh, alternate universe, uh, dead Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. yeah, why why not have a dead wheel jack? Yeah. <laughs> um, and and too, and I remember uh, Dave and I litigated this uh, somewhere separately. Maybe it was during. Um, during a podcast i don't remember but like do you need any of the shuttle guys like do you need a prowl ironhide uh ratchet brawn i i don't know not particularly and, and same thing with uh with the bad guys i and and that's the thing that i think we haven't really discussed here is do you need a prime do you need a megatron uh, i don't know i i th- I think at a time where we've already seen uh, the Earthrise mold used for dead Optimus and he's got kind of like the, the movie battle damage on him. I don't, I, I, I don't know what else you can do. And so that's the problem with introducing jazz into this line. Is yeah. It's like, it's supposed it, like you call it the 86 line, you call it the movie line. It just is cleaner to stick to that new lineup of characters because you're right you could go on forever and um you know you could have a a, a shockwave briefly flying over autobot city and then yeah. he's back on cybertron yeah, and gets crushed by unicron but so yeah because he's yeah, in the movie just yeah, like Jazz i really wish they had just thematically dedicated it to that 86 lineup it's just cleaner i yeah. think it, it makes the collection feel a little bit more well thought out but you know, for what it's worth, I don't think we'll see a Megatron because I don't know we'll do a Megatron that doesn't turn into a gun for uh, for a movie line. Yeah. Um, but the uh, I do like the idea of what if they explored some of those other concepts and characters that maybe we never saw toys for, like some of those other kind of B-list quintessons like the Junkions, yes. like Kranix, uh, Arbalus, that kind of thing would be would be very sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, are there any other characters, concepts that you could that you could uh go with this? You know, it, I think the I think the other the other characters we would be talking about would be just rehashes of the yeah. 84 85 line. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't need a shockwave here and I don't want a sound wave here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't need Constructicons. I mean, because I mean, shoot, we've, we've already got mm-hmm. Combiner Wars Constructicons. You, you, don't, you don't need to do them anymore. Um, and, and I think there's that potential. Our younger friends, I think that's what they're kind of alarmed about, about basically like this Studio Series 86 could just be a backdoor way of just more g1 <laughs> you know it's it's just it's more right g1 on. door honestly <laughs> but, oh, yeah that's true because uh, yeah one, it, oh sorry the one extra thing i was gonna say that if you wanted if you wanted to get cute make a little money and not put a lot of investment into it from hasbro's perspective throw out three more of the scourges and just remold the face and maybe one extra little like toy i don't know what that would be that accessory would be with those but just have a slightly different face and I'm people would buy all of those things. They're going to buy multiple scourges anyway, but why not release it with a little something different uh, to uh, just make it that much more exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, this is, this has been an off the rails because I mean, (laughs) well, and and it's interesting because, well, they've left it open to speculation. 
You know, yeah. it's it's not it's not super clean in terms of who the character lineup should be from their perspective. And a lot of people that should be in this line are in other lines. And those and they're perfectly serviceable versions of those characters. Yeah, because like on one hand, for my collection, I can just have those one through six matching boxes and be okay. Uh, Cause I've already made that choice to where it's like, I'm not getting Cyclonus. I'm not going back for alley cons, you know, whatever. Cause I don't want the mismatched boxes. <laughs> I, don't know. I personally, if I were you just do it, Mike, just get those wonky boxes, <laughs> slot them in the collection or pull them out of the box. And, um, and uh, then it doesn't have to uh, trigger you so much <laughs> whenever you see it. And in fact, you've got I mean, these displays. You can put them in the displays with the other characters, with the backdrops, and you'll really flesh it out. He's a sleeper agent for John Hasbro, I think. Are you John Hasbro? <laughs> Are you trying to... Next thing you know, you're going to try to push a HasLab Unicron on me. Star, because... he, he Starscream's ghosted himself into my body. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't even talk about Starscream because if you do, if you do like the movie deco one with the crown and the cape, and and again, that I, that I, would be an acceptable introduction because that would be so iconic, or even a death mode Starscream where he's gray sure. and cracked and whatever. That would be pretty. Yeah, funny. that that would be. I I saw somebody posting on Twitter earlier. It's like leaked images of uh, Studio Series eighty six Starscream. And it's just a pile of dust. Um. <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, and it's kind of interesting because I would imagine that certain collectors are kind of over that uh, that deco and accessories because like every masterpiece Starscream has to have a crown and a cape and all of that other Not stuff. Coming but up a new one, I don't think. I saw that. That's that's pretty interesting, though. He does come with uh, the the Megatron gun mode and the O face to uh, mm-hmm. uh, like like he looks like in the movie. I I didn't piece that together until somebody put a screenshot side by side. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that that is the same face that he has mm-hmm. in the in that dumb movie. So, yeah, it would. Um, yeah, I, I could allow for that. Um, I could also allow since since we have Grimlock. um more Dinobots. I mean, cause I mean, again, especially slag so that he can, you know, walk over the, uh, the, the squished, uh, a Quintesson prosecutor there. But... And, I, and the argument I'd make for them is that they're particularly <laughs> iconic to the movie again, in a way that jazz is not. Yeah. And, and again, I, and again, we, we've already tugged at the, the string too much, but I would make that same case for blaster and perceptor. Yeah. Uh, because they're they're just as in there but yeah not jazz um you know d- do you do a new cliff jumper i mean right i mean i i think some fans would probably want a new cliff jumper after that uh after that earth rise but uh um see i'm throwing shade at a figure i don't even have i so. thought people liked that earth rise do they not i thought that it was a well-received figure am i wrong about that i don't think you're wrong about that i think i'm just uh I think I'm just trying to you're rattle just, cages. You're just being an a-hole for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> just, just try to be provocative just for the sake of it. I mean, like, like my tweets, <laughs> just, 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 you know, just a uh, waiting in waters that I don't understand and often find myself out of my depth. <laughs> and I just block people. All right, man. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, jump on and chat about this, uh, this line of figures, but I guess, I, I don't know. So it, we, we did all of this speculation, but is this a line? Cause I don't think we really answered this. Is this a line that, that needs to continue? 
does there need to be a wave two or a wave three? Um, I, me personally, if this was the only wave that they did as something for like the 35th anniversary, I'd be fine with it. Um, if they give me six more, I would gladly buy them also because they've demonstrated with all of like the, the, the touches, uh, that we talked about the, the diorama ramas and, and, you know, uh, hot rods, uh, backwards spinning arms and cups, detachable arms and scourges, fingernails and all, all of these little things that, uh, that, that they're getting right. Yeah. I could throw in for more, but I don't know if I need more. It, I guess it feels a little incomplete to me if it weren't to not continue to some degree or another uh, with, for all the reasons that we've talked about three times over yeah. some of the, you've got one Decepticon for God's sakes. I think, I True. think, uh, and no RC either. Um, and which I'm sure when they do ultimately do that, they'll just use that. Is it a kingdom or Earthrise RC? Earthrise. I'm sure there'll be a slight repaint or something, throw a Daniel in as an accessory. Um, So I I think there's still plenty of iconic things that are specific to the movie that they could draw from that if they were to just quit right now, it wouldn't feel completely satisfying to me. But I get your notion. I mean, it would be nice to just, have something and have it done with. <laughs> yeah. I, and in a sense, I don't want to be greedy because mm-hmm. like th- this is the line of figures that I always hoped for, but never thought I would get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like even like six months ago when we were talking about this, there was a part of me that's like, is this a thing that's really going to happen? Because it sounds like, something that somebody just invented like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, you know, studio series is going to be in the movie. And it's, you know, our, our, it's had yeah. Q- QAnon vibes. <laughs> exactly. It was just rumbling underneath that people were talking about, but you can't prove it. <laughs> right. It is very puzzling that it took so long from like when the rumor started bubbling mm-hmm. to like that official announcement. Yeah. Normally it, I feel like the room, the, the, the gap between rumors and uh, a, a, a render or something like that is usually like a month to two months but this feels like it was a good six months maybe i don't know if you had yeah you just had that pulled up i don't know what that tfw posting was but uh that was from july okay well that's not quite six months but (laughs) so but i don't think that was the first post either i i think that that was one that had like more listings because Mm -hmm. i i remember one of the first listings was was slag with daniel Mm-hmm. So, and I, yeah, I can't find it right now. Uh, but um, this goes back a while because, like, I remember we were recording a uh, Transformers reanimated. Uh, it was like the the Australia one, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, down under blunders. <laughs> and I don't remember when we recorded that. That had to have been like March, April, May, something mm-hmm. like that. Right. And even then, that because like that was, I think that's when like. Yeah, again, like like the Eric Crownovers of the world were like, you know, hey, get get your G one out of my Bayverse and you know right. all of that. So, so well, for them, I, though, what this does do for them is it opens uh, them up to studio series versions of the lines that they love. So I think that's a positive thing. Perhaps we'll see some really cool Armada Prime. 
uh, hopefully no car robots uh, <laughs> of, uh, coming out. Um, yeah. shots, shots fired. Uh, but yeah, I think right. so. I think, but I think that I mean, I think that presents an opportunity for a lot of cool things for other collectors. Sure. Before we get out of here, uh, you want to talk about what's going on with the APDC? Uh, um, let's see here. He's like, no. Because <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're, you're kind of like, you're kind of like, on like a, why do I not like talking about myself? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Where, whereas, like, when the shoe is on the other foot, it's like, so hey, Mike, uh, uh, tell me about what you got going on. And I'm like, oh yeah. So and then I interviewed this guy, and we got this going on and doing the thing. And you could follow me here, and you could follow me there, and you could download all my shows over here. Go do the live stream, and yeah. and it's a lot of fun. And so, well, so uh, yeah, just for those who might be listening that aren't familiar with the Autopod Decepticast, my uh, two partners Ryan, Caleb, and I, we uh, just basically crack wise about the every g1 episode we're covering every episode in production order an episode of our show cover will cover a particular episode of transformers and uh, we have a lot of fun with it it's pretty entertaining if you like to hear your favorite franchise be made fun of relentlessly <laughs> then uh that is great uh, it'll be great for you I, you know what's interesting is uh, we got our start actually doing the movie minute by minute and we've been doing the G, the, the g1 episode thing for long enough that people are getting introduced to our podcast and don't know anything about that movie and we're getting requests to do the movie and it's uh, uh just go back to episode zero and I, i'm sure by the time we finish season two we'll do some kind of movie spectacular sort of event but um you, you got that 35th anniversary next year. I, I was yeah. I was already thinking of some pitches to throw at you guys. Oh, I'll take like, them. Oh, I need ideas. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, we, maybe we should do something. I don't I, know. I'm, I'm not above stealing them. But, but uh, yeah, so check that out. And I think probably the coolest, interesting thing that we have going on, we did a crossover episode with More Than Meets the Pod. And I don't know if that has been published yet. I thought it was going to be published this week. The episode we did with them was not covering a, a G1 episode. It was just a straight up kind of chat. Oh. We, pl we played some fun improv games. They have a game. I'm going to blank out on what it's called. Uh, Ships from a Hat. Yeah, and man. We, we played that with them, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a little, like every time we'd get warmed up and really get it going, we would kind of switch games. But but now hanging out with the those gals, Kit Harper from More Than Meets the Pot, is always a lot of fun. It, it definitely kind of uh, brings new energy into what they do just because they come at it from a different perspective. And they are honestly fully ingrained in the world of Transformers in a way that I just can't be, <laughs> honestly. So um, so they, uh, so that's coming out soon. And yeah. I highly recommend their podcast in general. and mm -hmm. uh, But particularly the one with us. It's coming out <laughs> in a couple yeah. of weeks <laughs> or whenever well, it comes out. It's in the hopper. Well, and and uh, uh, shout out to um, Apollo joining us here in the chat. Uh, favorite was the Immobilizer crossover uh, podcast episode, oh where gosh. where you where you guys recorded for like six hours, and uh, and yeah. and both shows 
can't stop talking about it. Uh, Apollo, speaking of, she, she's been a advocate of the three-way crossover where it's APDC, XMT, MTPOD, and MSRP. And I said, I'm like, I don't know if there's enough hours in the day <laughs> to uh, contain all of that because anytime I'm on your show, that's what, double the, the episode length? Um, I'm sure and- there's reason to make that happen, though. We should, we can, I think we can work that out, maybe. Maybe I well, and I've been. <laughs> she, she's a new it. <laughs> Make your dreams come true. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, you know something I I want to throw out here since since we're all chatting on a on a live stream. Uh, I think when the time is right after season because they've 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 committed to watching everything chronologically. So they're going to get it's going to be like another year before they get through all of uh, season two. But I think at that point, I think that would be a good time to do something movie related. So, yeah, maybe that's the I would love to do a a a mystery science theater live like live capture even though that's a written show but it would be kind of cool to do a live recording of them watching the movie for the first time us with them hearing their goofs building on the goofs and uh just having fun with it but uh who knows who knows yeah that's a year year to plan it sounds like well yeah that's that's true i like how Uh, we're scheduling this for them (laughs) it's it's fine it's fine i mean we're just brainstorming it's all it's all for fun uh yeah we could do uh five faces of darkness uh a la flint dilly but i don't i don't know man a five-part thing i i was gonna say one of the disadvantages of doing uh a uh commentary for the movie is that it's only 86 minutes you know we'll we'd have to watch it like a couple times to make the juice worth the squeeze for uh for all of us but incidentally that was an idea i was going to pitch to you is like do like a um you know you know some kind of like uh we watch the the movie and comment over it or something like that um and we'd probably, that would be we'll fun. probably if we live cast it, it would probably get shut down a la oh, yeah, DEFCON LA. Yes, exactly. But anyway, so yeah, so if uh if you've got awesome ideas to uh hit us up with, uh hit us up on the on the social medias and and again, we we've got a year or so to plan. And for me, um, as you can see, I, I am down to clown with pretty much anything and everything related to Transformers the movie. So it's like I, I was I was just recently on a podcast uh, called uh, um, Have Not Seen This, and the dude was blown away. He's like, wait, that's your favorite movie? Really? Kind of the same response Flint Dilly gave me too. when I, he's like, he's like wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of surprised there. But I I I am still surprised with myself that you know i'm going on like three years of like kind of more or less making like a side brand of like hey i'm the transformers the movie guy i can i can talk about it endlessly and will continue to do so i mean if as long as they keep making action figures of it and things (laughs) like that it's i mean again they're giving me more material and with the anniversary next year it's like i'm always happy to assist and i almost forgot mike i can't believe as i'm sitting here staring at your your face your just beautiful face that god that uh our our next episode that's coming out is auto berserk and we we had a special guest on that episode 
a guest that was so special you couldn't bother to tease it during a master building. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> but I'm teasing it now. Mike, <laughs> Mike Seibert from Mike Seibert Radio is uh, on our is on our episode. That uh, that's uh, Ryan's birthday episode, also. Um, that, that was a hell of a lot of fun. I, uh, I, I always love kicking it with you guys and, oh man. All right. So I, I think, I think it's, uh, it is time to pack it up. So, um, so Aaron, could you let folks know, uh, where folks can connect with you all on the internets, uh, where we can find you on the internets and how we can connect with you on the social medias. Oh, sure. Yeah. Autopod Decepticast. It's available on all the things that you listen to podcasts on. Uh, you can, uh, we've got lots of bonus material that we always put up on the website, autopoddecepticast.com. You can also listen to the podcast from there if it is your uh, choice. And uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at apoddecast. And that's that's the gist of it. Rock on. Well, and before uh, before we close out and I read the uh, the closing credits, I do want to give a uh, shout out to Dave Cabal. Uh, check out the Retro Cabal uh, podcast uh, joining us here in the chat. Uh, we've got uh, Toby Alpha Magnus um, along with uh, uh, James Fisher, who occasionally does the uh, voice work with us on the Transformers Reanimated Project, which incidentally, they just put out a new issue that is also Red Alert themed. to very timely. I read that too. That's that. That's a fun issue. I'm uh, I'm kind of excited when we get around to doing the uh, 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 table read for that. I think that's that's going to be a lot of fun. And then um, obviously a shout out to uh, uh, Shar for joining us here uh, at just as we get ready to close out. But you could go back and and watch the video and listen to uh, the podcast as well. And but I think man that'll uh, uh, that'll do it for this very special episode talking about the uh, Transformers Studio Series 86 line and what we thought about it and what we want to see more of in the future. Uh, thank you so much for watching and for listening to us here ramble. And if you want to listen to my podcast, Mike Cybert Radio, you can find that pretty much everywhere you find your podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, um, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can check out the full show archive out on SoundCloud, where I have many many episodes about transformers the movie and uh join me monday night the after hours live stream returns uh starting around 8 p.m pacific time that is going to be streaming exactly where you're watching now on uh twitter youtube and facebook live uh like share rate and review the show let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more of in the future mike cyber radio is powered by pod decks and for mike cyber radio my name is mike and i'm aaron Ah, you did you did the thing and now i'm messing it up by not <laughs> jumping on it uh by acknowledging exactly. it exactly <laughs> and until next time uh wear a mask Make good choices you've been listening to the mike cybert radio podcast follow us on facebook twitter and instagram by searching at mike cybert radio email us at mike cybert radio at gmail.com the spelling on that of course is s-e-i-b-e-r-t Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out bydoormusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production. Prick. <laughs> Pistols at <laughs> <the> dawn. <laughs>
<laughs> bye, bye, bye. Even... That was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. All right, dude. I will. Uh, I will see you around the way, and I'm gonna hit. Uh, I'm gonna hit finish. Do you want to finish this live stream? Okay. See you, dude. <laughs> hey, good seeing you. Take care. Have a good weekend. You too, man. Bye, bye.